Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In today's show, Bitcoin price eyes a $22,000 rebound with Bitcoin market structure not yet broken. Also in today's show, El Salvador, limited use of Bitcoin prevents forecasted risks, says the IMF. Here's Max Kaiser's response. Bitcoin removes the risk of the IMF, which they put there to begin with. Also in today's show, Brazil's oldest bank allows residents to pay their taxes using crypto. The move will allow Brazilian taxpayers to easily settle their tax liabilities while expanding access to the digital access ecosystem or asset. Also in today's show, Bit2Me debit card launch gives users up to 9% cash back on all purchases. Pretty sweet. As well as ordinal inscriptions take the NFT world by storm with over 50,000 added to the Bitcoin blockchain thus far this year in 2023. Also in today's show, Rich Dad Poor Dad author Robert Kiyosaki warns that everything will crash and plans to buy more Bitcoin. Quitting him here, uh, everything will crash, including gold, silver, and Bitcoin. However, he sees crashes as buying opportunities, noting he will buy more Bitcoin. That's right, BTFD by that freaking dip. We'll also be discussing where the Bitcoin price is likely to go next. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone tuning in to pod episode number 1192. Shout out to the whole Crypto News Alerts fam. I appreciate each and every one of you. As you can see, Bitcoin recovering quite well. We're on the cusp of re-testing uh, 22,000 as resistance and checking out the overall market here. We can see Bitcoin up 1% for the day, trading at roughly 22,000. Ether up 1%, trading at $1,542. And as you can see, most of the major cryptos currently pumping and in the green. And now checking out coinmarketcap.com. We can see the current crypto market cap still maintaining above the trillion dollar milestone, which I like to see. I look at that trillion dollar milestone as the line in the sand. And we have about only 34 billion in volume in the past 24 hours as volume is down this weekend with the Bitcoin dominance at 41.3% and the Ether dominance at 18.4%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have BNX up 17% trading at $144, followed by Stacks up 14% trading at roughly 33 cents, followed by Oasis Network up 15% trading just under 8 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers 
finished for the past week. We do have a mixture. We do have BGB up about 70%, Baby Doge <laughs> up 50%, and GRT up over 40%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated dead in the middle, a 50, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 49, last week a 58 in greed, and last month a 31 in fear. So there you have it. Welcome to everyone just tuning in. It's good to see this little weekend pump. Do you think we're likely to surpass 22,000 during today's live show? I think we will. Let's pump it up, shall we? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And dive it into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. As you can see here, Bitcoin edged closer to 22,000, only a few bucks away. As we can see here in the Bitcoin one hour candle chart, data from Cointelegraph markets point trading view showed Bitcoin selling small spurts higher into February 12th. And after hitting three week lows the week prior, Bitcoin was on target for optimistic whales on chain analytics resource material indicators explain updating a chart from Bitcoin to USD order book on Binance material indicators cap resistance shifting higher with a potential uptick in spot price offering a more advantageous selling level for the large volume players quoting them here fire chart shows that the crypto weekend whales seem interested in trying to exploit the upside illiquidity in the bitcoin order book to sell higher personally i'm fine with that part of the accompanying comments read and as you can see here in the bitcoin binance order book data this week's lows meanwhile saw moderate reactions from market participants some of whom pushed back against calls for a mass capitulation event on the shorter time frames. Quoting, quoting decent trader, uh, CT, I guess, uh, crypto Twitter hysterical about bear market when Bitcoin hasn't retested a major FIB or moving average, which were busted after three waves up. That's quoting Philby Philby from Decent Trader and Crypto Tony shares. I am short as per my updates while we reside below the main resistance zone below 22.4 to 22.6. Overall, I can see another tap of the highs if we can hold above 20,300 overall. Market structure is not yet broken on the downside just yet. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. And ahead of the weekly close, others were already focusing on the next week's macroeconomic data as the next potential volatility catalyst, referring to the CPI print for January, which is due February 14th on Valentine's Day in two more days, forms the headline event of several in the United States this month, quoting Mikalvin Napop, big week ahead for us. And my thoughts are that we're likely to see inflation continue to fall and fall steeply. Gas prices have been dropping like a stone also and this drop markets up and material indicators agreed saying it was expecting volatility to continue through tuesday's cpi report so there you have it how many of you are currently bullish for this week's news for the king crypto as the cpi comes in let me know either way in the comments right down below now let's discuss the latest fud from the imf as they continue you know, trying to downgrade uh, the El Salvador because of their decision to say, hey, we're going to pay off our debt of $800 million, in which they did successfully, but the IMF continues with their FUD. So check it. The 
global monetary watchdog advised El Salvador to exercise caution in expanding government exposure to Bitcoin due to its speculative nature of crypto markets. February 10th, a statement from the IMF emphasized Bitcoin's risk to El Salvador have not materialized yet due to the country's limited use of Bitcoin. The IMF staff paid a recent visit to the country and quoting Bitcoin magazine, El Salvador's Bitcoin risks have not materialized. That's because there was no risk, only FUD. That's right. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And Max chimed in. Bitcoin removes the risk that the IMF put there to begin with. Facts ain't telling no lies. The IMF stated that El Salvador should address Bitcoin's risk to the country's financial sustainability and consumer protection, as well as its financial integrity and stability. It highlighted the importance of acknowledging these risks as Bitcoin's use in El Salvador could grow, given it had been recognized as legal tender in the country since September of 2021. My personal opinion is the IMF fears that other nations will follow in El Salvador's footsteps and they're trying to put a halt to this immediately as it would completely ultimately destroy and rip apart the central banking system, which is the old legacy system in place. El Salvador was urged to rethink its decision to issue tokenized bonds, as well as the IMF stating it should be eschewed due to its legal and financial risks. The statement noted, given the legal risks, fiscal fragility, and largely speculative nature of crypto markets, the authorities should reconsider their plans to expand government exposures to Bitcoin, including by issuing tokenized bonds. The need for greater transparency from the Salvadoran government was also emphasized regarding both its Bitcoin transactions and the financial situation of its state-owned Bitcoin wallet, which is Shivo. This comes after recent news that a legal framework for Bitcoin-backed bond in El Salvador, known as Volcano Bonds, was established on January 11th. Shout out to Max Kaiser for helping with this. The Salvadoran government said that these bonds would be used to pay down sovereign debt and fund the construction of its proposed Bitcoin city, which is a part of El Salvador. Salvador's plan to continue attracting crypto investors. It was previously noted that a priority for the country in 2023 is to address any possible crypto-related criminal activity. Meanwhile, the CEO of Dito Banks previously told Cointelegraph January 6th that the opening of the National Bitcoin Office in El Salvador will function as a central entity to deal with these issues. All I gotta say, expect more continued FUD from the powers that be, including the IMF, as they want to continue ultimately to do what they do best, which is give you debts that you can't repay so they can take over your country and basically enslave the people. But fortunately, El Salvador and Nayib Bokele, obviously a tremendous leader doing the right things when it comes to Bitcoin adoption. And I think the people of El Salvador are in good hands. But what are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now, that we broke that down. Let's now discuss a card where you can earn literally 9% in Bitcoin back on all your transactions, which I thought was pretty cool. So we're going to cover it. Here we go. A major Brazilian bank is offering a new convenient option for taxpayers to settle their uh, due. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was going to go into the debit card, but we actually first got to go into the tax situation. Then we'll go into the debit card. My apologies. I was stepping ahead of story. So here we go. Let's first discuss uh, being able to pay your taxes with crypto in Brazil. Then we'll get into the 9% back uh, in Bitcoin via the card. Then we'll get into the Bitcoin NFTs. And then we'll share the latest from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki regarding buying the dip. Okay. According to a statement published by Brazilian Bank the Brazil, February 11th, it's now possible for Brazilian taxpayers to pay their tax bill with crypto in a joint initiative with Brazilian-based crypto firm Biffy. 
Bitfi, where you at, is available to Brazilians with crypto under the custody of Bitfi, which will act as a collection partner for the major Brazilian bank. It notes that besides the convenience it brings to customers, it would expand the use to access the digital asset ecosystem with national coverage while having to confront a reputable bank providing consumer protection. Lucas Scoff, Bitfi's founder, or Bitfi's, my bad, and CEO, added that the new digital economy is a catalyst for a future of full advantages. The statement said that crypto users would experience a straightforward process with tax details displayed along with the amount of reals, the official currency of Brazil, that should be converted into the chosen cryptocurrency to pay the bill. Taxpayers will access their tax bill by scanning a barcode, similar to how they pay on boleto, meaning ticket, a popular payment method currently in Brazil. This move comes after the Brazilian city of Rio de Janeiro started accepting crypto payments for taxes back in October of last year. And in December of 2022, Brazil passed a regulatory framework that legalizes the use of cryptos as a payment method within the country. The law will likely come into effect in June of this year. Let's go. Brazil's citizens were previously told in May of 2022 they would be required to pay taxes on like-kind crypto trades, for example, swapping Bitcoin for Ethereum. However, not all crypto investors in Brazil need to declare their trades. The regulator establishes that only investors who trade more than 35,000 reals, which is roughly $6,700 in USD in crypto, should pay income tax. So there you have it. Do you think this is good sign for crypto adoption? I think it is. I mean, it's only a matter of time before all the governments around the world start accepting crypto for tax payments, especially if they want to receive these tax payments in the first place, right? But now let's break down this card that can give you back 9% cash back on all purchases, which is pretty cool. Check it out. Bit2Me, the biggest Spanish exchange and the first company to be recognized as a virtual service provider by the Bank of Spain, just launched a long-awaited debit card. The Bit2Me debit card works across the entire MasterCard network, enabling both crypto stablecoin payments across more than 90 million global businesses and up to 9% cash back on all payments. The Bit2Me card can be used in-store and online using NFC enabled mobile devices such as smartphones and smartwatches. Right now, the card can be linked to top eight cryptos with more to follow. Users can currently pay securely for goods and services with Bit2Me's B2M, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, XRP, Solana, Polkadot, and USDT. And here is a picture of the card. And both the Apple Store and Android versions enable users to freely switch between multiple crypto wallets simultaneously, making payment in multiple currencies a breeze. Bit2Me intends to bring support to more digital currencies throughout the year so that more users will be able to take advantage of all the benefits of the card, such as the 9% cash back. And achieving this level of crypto to MasterCard integration was not a simple process, as the CEO and co-founder of Bit2Me explains, quoting him or her here. Check it. Dozens of professionals have been involved in this project. And after two years of work, we have found the key to connect cryptos to the MasterCard payment network. And to do this, we have to modify the transaction flow, which is a part of the international card payment protocol so that customers can use cryptos to pay instantly and transparently for businesses. And moreover, we managed to add up to 9% cash back on purchases. To me, that's 
the kicker. That's like the most exciting part. Following their successful 30 million euro ICO in 2021, Bit2Me has been busy building their academy, integrating new tokens for trade, and of course, working on improving access to Web3 technologies for the everyday user. And in light of this, Bit2Me wanted to give card users a seamless and secure experience like of a regular fiat debit card. So unlike some competing crypto cards, the Bit2Me card enables users to make cash withdrawals at ATMs and instant online payments without the annoyance of having to manually exchange funds on the app. Bit2Me debit card users will also rest easy knowing the secure features like the ability to lock and unlock the card, configure usage limits, and safety-related support for NFC as well as all that at their fingertips and striving to combine the flexibility of cryptos with the security and convenience of traditional finance has been an exciting process, says their COO, quoting them here. Our mission is to bring the use of crypto closer to everyone. Bit2Me card allows you to use your cryptos easily and quickly in your day-to-day life. You can use cryptos such as Bitcoin or stable coins such as USDT at physical or online stores. Now, the Bit2Me card is a huge step forward for the everyday crypto user with its streamlined payments, NFC-friendly software, and strong security features. As crypto use has become more mainstream, people are looking for the best features and rewards around. And with up to 9% cash back for users, Bit2Me's debit card looks like a great choice for anyone who wants to get the most from their cryptocurrency use. So there you have it. I think this is absolutely awesome, and especially considering bridging crypto with the legacy financial system, a joint venture with MasterCard. I think this is going to help usher in massive adoption. How many of you would take advantage of this card? If you have the opportunity to do so, to get some cash back on your purchases, let me know in the comments right down below. And as you can see, we're close to getting to that $22,000 target. We're at $21,950, which you can see on your screen. But with that being shared, now let's dive into the latest craze of NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain, which is going absolutely wild right now. Ordinal inscriptions are gaining popularity this year with the number rising to more than 50,000. Just five days prior, there were only 7,000 inscriptions. And as of February 11th, there are now literally over 57,000 hosted on the Bitcoin blockchain. Let's get it. And additionally, several ordinal inscriptions have sold for substantial amounts in the past week, including a clone of CryptoPunks NFT collection known as Ordinal Punks. Pretty interesting, right? Ordinal Punks are a collection of 100 generative punks that were minted within the first 650 inscriptions on the Bitcoin blockchain. Many new NFTs based on Bitcoin are being sold through over-the-counter transactions using pricing spreadsheets. And recently, Ordinal Punk number 41 sold for 11.5 Bitcoin worth almost $250,000. And on Friday, the Ordinal Punks surpassed the floor values of the crypto punks. And while the trend of Ordinal inscriptions is still pretty new, there is limited infrastructure in terms of markets and updated price metrics. As shared here, just acquired these seven ordinal punks for a total of 15.2 BTC or 211 Ethereum. If you haven't looked into ordinal NFTs on Bitcoin yet, you should. Now, however, the project called Emblem Vault, which has created vaults for ordinal inscriptions similar to vaults created by rare people NFTs made with counterparty in Bitcoin and with Emblem Vault's technology, ordinal inscriptions can be added to the OpenSea NFT marketplace and sold for Ethereum. Emblem Vault suggests 
DDoS using a community tool to verify Bitcoin-crafted punks to prevent scams. Emblem Vault tweeted on Saturday, remember to verify before purchasing any valued asset. Data shows that people are not only adding images to the Bitcoin blockchain through ordinal inscriptions, but also text, video, applications, and audio. And although images are the most common attachment, text and video inscriptions follow in popularity. Ethereum advocates are also utilizing ordinal inscriptions as many ETH-based NFTs are being inscribed onto the Bitcoin blockchain. For instance, on-chain monkeys, an Ethereum-based NFT project from 2021, minted its 10,000-piece collection using Bitcoin. How many of you didn't know that? Quoting them here, we inscribed OCM on Bitcoin in a highly efficient way in one inscription. The team tweeted, this is a historic precedent that mirrors the historic first of all 10,000 OCM Genesis being created on chain on Ethereum in one transaction. So there you have it. How many of you have actually dabbled in NFTs before and specifically on the Bitcoin blockchain? What are your thoughts about the ordinals? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. Personally, I think this is great for the overall adoption of Bitcoin. And I think it's pretty cool to have NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain. You know what I mean? But let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our final story of the day and discuss the latest from Rich Dad, Poor Dad author, Robert Kiyosaki. Here's what he has to say. The author, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, reiterated his warning about market crashes. And as we all know, he has the best-selling book uh, from 97, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and has been in the New York Times bestseller list for over six years with more than 32 million copies sold around the world, citing that more than 144,000 people in the tech industry lost their jobs in 2022, with 66,000 more have been left to go so far this year. Kiyosaki tweeted on Friday that everything will crash, including gold, silver, and Bitcoin. But nonetheless, he told his 2 million followers not to panic, adding that he will use fake dollars to buy more gold, silver, and Bitcoin, which he called real money. And he wrote the following, the crash is here. Everything will crash, included the prices of gold, silver, and Bitcoin. Do not panic. The good news, I will buy more gold, silver, and Bitcoin with real money or buy Bitcoin, which is real money with fake USD, which has the dollar sign. Kiyosaki previously explained that gold, silver, and Bitcoin are real money, whereas the US dollar is fake money. Facts. Because rather than being tied to real money, such as gold, it was tied to the full faith and credit of the United States. The famous author has said on several occasions he does not trust the Biden administration, the Treasury, the Federal Reserve, or Wall Street. How many of you feel the same sentiment? Exactly how I feel. He also repeatedly warned that market crashes, including the biggest crash in world history in October of last year, he said that stock, bond, and real estate markets will crash as the Federal Reserve continues to raise interest rates, advising investors to buy gold, silver, and Bitcoin, bullets, and tuna fish. Just had to throw those two in there because I've seen him tweet that before. He expects Bitcoin investors to get richer when the Fed pivots and prints trillions of dollars. And furthermore, the renowned author predicted in October of last year that the U.S. dollar will crash. In fact, he's been predicting that for like the past decade. And in addition, he recently said, we're in a global recession, warning of soaring bankruptcies, unemployment, as well as homelessness. And in September of last year, the author urged investors to get into crypto now before the biggest crash in the world history happens. And he also previously explained he is a Bitcoin investor, not a trader. So he gets excited when Bitcoin hits a 
new bottom. He said he likes Bitcoin, calling the crypto the people's money. That's right. And while stating that he is buying more Bitcoin, he cautioned that the U.S. SEC will crush most other cryptocurrencies. He ain't telling no lies as the Bitcoin, not Bitcoin, but as the crypto crackdown continues, as they're calling it, the SEC and regulators alike. What do you think is likely to come out of this prediction? Do you think uh, he is right? We will see the biggest crash we have ever seen before. And with that being shared, how low do you think Bitcoin would likely crash to if we saw the biggest economic crash in world history. Could you see Bitcoin potentially visiting a lower low than the current bottom of 15.7? Or do you think the low is already in and that we're likely to maintain the current value of being above maybe 20,000 or at least maintaining the the low of 15.7. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Also like to throw out there last year, Kiyosaki was all over the place when things were getting very bearish. He was even projecting at sometimes, you know, a $3,000 Bitcoin price prediction, which is extremely low, but nonetheless, hey, he can dream, especially as a long-term hodler and investor and not a trader. You want to buy at the lowest possible prices, but at the same time, you got to be realistic and note that, you know, what if uh, you miss the low? Most uh, traders or accumulators or hodlers alike are not going to get the absolute low. So you got to do what's best for you in your portfolio with, again, your you know your goals at the end of the day, which are going to differ from investor to investor. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.